unpopular world leaders, a widening gap between rich and poor, religious hypocrisy, dysfunction in families, maniacal leaders of nations leading their people to war, women being used as objects, sexually harassed by men, foreigners being exploited and immigrants struggling to integrate into a new culture. This pretty much sums up what the world was like around the time Jesus was born. And these were the issues that people talked about. Imagine the conversations that these shepherds that we heard about in the gospel had as they passed time in their fields. They worried about life in the Roman Empire. They shared their frustrations about how much they had to give to their tax collectors. They bemoaned their spouse's shortcomings and their children not living up to their expectations. They lamented their health struggles, their aches and pains in their bodies and the sickness of those they loved. They wondered aloud and speculated on where God was in the midst of all of this and wondered why he at times seemed so far away from their problems. And during one of these nights of worrying, an angel appeared and announced that a Savior had been born. Someone had finally come to deliver them from all of these struggles that they talked about night in and night out. That night, the shepherds were shown a glimpse of salvation, a life free from the effects of sin. And somehow, this baby born in a stable was going to be the one to save them. The shepherds were given a wonderful gift that night. The shepherds were given hope. Now, of course, after traveling to Bethlehem to see Jesus with their own eyes, the shepherds eventually had to go back to their regular way of life. They did not leave the presence of the Holy Family as expert theologians. In fact, they did not even know how or when this gift of salvation was going to occur. But they went back to their fields filled with hope that even though their struggles might endure a lifetime, they would not go on forever. The circumstances of the shepherds, what I'm getting at, did not change all that much. It would be years before Jesus did any miracles. It would be years before Jesus anyone. They still had to live under the emperor. They still had their aches and pains. They were still being gouged by tax collectors. But their hope, their hope that they'd been given, 
This enabled them to live in the midst of those times with peace and joy. Of course, as I'm sure you probably noticed, the world that the shepherds lived in, it's a lot like this world in our own times. On the surface, our world seems far more complex and far more sophisticated than the people who lived 2,000 years ago. But when you peel back all the superficial elements of culture, you do see that not much has changed. We have better technology and perhaps more creative ways of coping with our issues. But when it comes down to it, we have the same worries as men and women who lived 2,000 years ago. We commit the same sins as the men and women who lived 2,000 years ago. And the good news for all of us today is that the very same Savior who gave these shepherds hope in the midst of all of their worries, it's the very same Savior that gives all of us hope today. St. Paul writing to Titus, he tells us good news about the salvation that God has given us. He says that this grace, this salvation, trains us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live temperately, devoutly, and justly in this age as we await the blessed hope. What Paul's saying is that the kingdom of God in the fullest sense of the term it's not something that we will experience in this lifetime. It is something that we have to patiently wait for. And yet, even in these times, we can catch a glimpse of this kingdom of God. We really can rise above the worries and preoccupations of this day and live under God's rule, live in his kingdom, even here and now. And as evidence for this, because I know there's always some skeptical people with us on Christmas who want to see evidence, the evidence that this is true is in the lives of the saints that we celebrate here in the church. The saints did not begin any different from us. And yet they were not shackled by worldly concerns. Their hope in Christ, it helped them beyond material worries. And helped them trust in God's providence. They lived devout spiritual lives, even among skeptics in their own day. They lived righteously in the midst of injustice. And again, it was their hope that enabled them to transform their own societies throughout history. But again, in order to do any of this, they needed to place their hope completely in the Lord. God does not change the world we live in by waving his magic wand and changing our circumstances. He changes the world by changing people 
like you and me into saints. God has overcome all of these challenges that we face today before. God will defeat them again in the future when we place our hope and our trust in him. As I say so many times, Christmas is more than the birthday of a nice man. Christmas is when we celebrate that God really does understand the difficulty of the world that we live in. In fact, he lived in a world very similar to ours, amongst people very similar to the people that we live around. Christmas is about him entering into this world and saving it. God came down from heaven and became human. And he taught us the way forward. He taught us the way to find peace and joy in a world with challenges just like ours. And so if you're a person who feels the stress and anxiety of this world, I want to invite you today to put your hope in Jesus, just like the shepherds. Jesus' teachings were for times like ours. They are not outdated. They were the solution to the problems of our day. Jesus' teachings are what he's given us to live in this world that we live in right now. Live the life that he teaches. Love your enemies. Forgive those who've sinned against you. And give thanks to him always and rejoice always that he has come into our world to save us.